This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Tuesday, 7 February, Year of Alert 2023. It's the run-up to the uh, State of the Union. We are. I think President Trump's going to be doing a, a, a live stream, a play-by-play commentary on um, truth. We're going to pick it up and put it up on Getter tonight, or try to. Some, we're going to do our own, so we make sure that we get that too, but we'll figure it out. Grace Chung and Captain Ben and everybody will figure this thing out, but it's going to be a lively night as only President Trump can give commentary. I've asked Todd Benzman and Philip Patrick to join us because I need these two guys to preview two of the smartest guys I know. Todd's going to really be going through a lot of stuff on immigration and what you're going to hear tonight. We want to make sure you're ahead. The war room posse needs to be ahead of the curve. The same on the economic side. But got to start with some breaking news out of Florida. This came out early this morning, uh, Mike Lindell. I can't make hide in her hair. I I can't. I I don't understand what's going on. So you, you know, you have to. What I say, please make this make sense to me. Ron DeSantis is down there. Oh. Governor DeSantis, who I think, has been doing a heck of right. a job, you know, and all this stuff. He's going after Disney, and he's, you know, taking their tax breaks away. He's taking over the college. He's got Rufo down there. They're they're uh, they're 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 stopping woke. Where he's doing all kind of stuff. He's fighting the fight on all fronts. And I sit there, and somebody t- sends me something, and got DeSantis there with the lawyers that are <laughs> representing Dominion, right? That are suing. I don't know. Fox News, Rudy, Me? you, all these my guys pillow? for billions of dollars. My pillow, trying to take my yeah. pillow away. By the way, trying to and trying to take it away now. We got my pillow 2.0 and Lindell. I tell you, the audience is raving about this. Right here. I'm getting so I'm getting right here, incredible right feedback. Look at that. I'm getting incredible. So what is going on? DeSantis a pretty straight guy. What is he heckling you because he's upset about what you're doing in Miami Dade or what is a shot across Mike Lindell's well, bow? What's going on here? Well, let me let me uh, let me try and frame this, and this could, we'll just say uh, we don't know why, but uh, you can draw your own conclusions. So this morning, he hosted a lawyer, uh, six lawyers or so, in this uh, uh, in this little roundtable. Well, one of them is Libby Locke, who represents Dominion Voting Machines against it says right thing against Mike Lindell, Rudy Giuliani, and many others. And he called her in his opening statement when he introduced her. Libby is an extraordinaire at First Amendment defamation law. Well, I'm telling you, Ron, you didn't watch. Wow. Uh, you probably, wow. didn't know, you probably wow. don't understand what's going on in our country. There's a reason that the whole country wanted me to be head of the RNC when they did the Rasmussen poll. It's because I want to get rid of machines and and make our elections elections and not selections so what he did i told the i told the daily beast today steve they called me and i said because they watched it and i said let me tell you something i said he just blew any chance if he was thinking of running for president your ship has sailed ron you just will endorse donald trump right now and try and save peace because you don't know what the people want it's disgusting you're probably i don't know are you in on this and then steve i'll get you some more news here um Everybody knows about a month ago that I was all over the news because I said, hey, there's another deviation in the 2022 election. Miami-Dade County, DeSantis wins it by almost 11, hasn't been won in decades by a Republican. So I'm going to check into it. I want to see, is there a place where maybe they didn't even do computer crime or or did they do it the other way and give them votes, right? So that was all over the news. Mike Lindell says DeSantis rigged his election. No. I wanted to find maybe find a county once that didn't have any election crime with computers, right? So, my guys, we put in a request, everybody, for the cast vote records, and Miami-Dade gave it to us in the 2020 election. Well, then they held them back. So we went right here on Frank's speech, and we went out there and said, hey, they're holding them back, everybody. It's the Freedom of Information Act. So Miami-Dade County gives up the records. Well, the results are in. 
And I'm going to have it on my show coming up at 6 p.m. Central. We're having the cyber guys that did the examination. But I will tell you right now, there was no computer crime in Miami-Dade County. So let me tell you what that means. And every other county in the country, all the big cities in 2020, they stole their elections from your Kerry Lakes to your Jim Marchands to your Mark Finchams, your Matt DePernos, your Christina Caramo. You can watch, and you're going to see it in real time on my show. Here's a fixed race on a cast vote record. Remember, these come from the counties, everybody, right out of the machines. And then you're going to see Miami-Dade County, what a fair election should look like. Well, let me tell you what this tells everybody, Steve. Number one, it tells you that this country, if we get rid of the machines, is the biggest red country more than Ronald Reagan. The whole country's red, and it's, and well, it should be. But also, it's going to show you that why didn't they, why didn't they um, take you know, go um, cheat with DeSantis there? I don't know. You got to wonder. It sure makes uh, it sure makes it look good. Like, um, gee, machines are fair. Look at if you're a good governor and you're going to get all these votes. Rubbish. That's, that's a big lie. Remember, the big lie is the big lie. I'm so upset I can't tell you. How dare you sit there with a, a lawyer that's suing individuals? Remember, everybody, Dominion has over 200 lawsuits and threatening letters to people in our country. From, from my pillow to um, um, Fox News to Patriots, um, Rudy Giuliani, all these people getting sued. And lawfare has not been used in this country since 1798. That's from that's from um, Alan Dershowitz, which is one of my lawyers. He said they have nobody's done this. This is it. This is the most corrupt thing ever done with our country. With the big lie, this is the big cover up. How dare you sit with a Dominion lawyer that's in the spearhead of this, and then you think we're not going to talk about it, uh, Mr. Ron? I mean, disgusting. Oh. You think that that was done? Do you think he just feels that she's a uh, a great anti-defamation or freedom of speech lawyer? Or do you think that they're, they're too smart to do that? They, do you believe they actively knew the symbolism here and the impact it would have? And it was kind of a political message to the Trump lost. These guys are nutcases running around. Uh, they defamed uh, Dominion and she's a great defamation lawyer and she's putting in bed. Do you believe that that is the the subtext? Of, of of this meeting well, today and for him to say that? If if Ron DeSantis doesn't know, or if there's not a, a, anything behind that, then we he should not be a governor because that means he's he's uh, delusional. I mean, or either that, you can't play plausible deniability being a governor when you, when you know that the dominion has done to our country and all these machines. And you're sitting there in cahoots with them in a in a meeting, and you say that she's a she knows defamation law. Steve, that's like saying, "Boy, this girl, this girl is this lady is great. Um, this lady is absolutely, uh, um, you know, knows the defamation law. So Dominion knows what they're doing. She ba- he basically blessed Dominion, a company that they won't let us see inside their machines, that won't let us see their what they've done to take over our country. I, it's disgusting. I you know." I've been upset, and you know what? And uh, we we put it all over. It's all over the, you know, we're going to keep spreading it out there because you did something like that. I don't care how many good things you did, but if you're involved with that, with taking our country because of these election crimes and these machines, you know, you better watch out who you're sitting down to. Obviously, Steve, she knows, he knows he's, that she's a defamation lawyer because it says it right here. She called her. She's an extraordinaire at the First Amendment defamation law. So she obviously knows what, you know, what she's involved in. Well, let's see, I'm suing Mike Lindell, my pillow, um, over 200 patriots and uh, sending them threatening letters. Their law firm sent threatening letters to over 200 people that also did a lawsuit back against Dominion that we were involved in a year and a half ago. We're going to give an update on that, too, at uh, six o'clock. Do you, um, uh, you, and I know I've gotten to know you pretty well, and um, and you know I run a little hot. You don't actually run hot. You're 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 not a mean spirited person. At all sometimes you get out and get get vocal, but you're not a you're not you don't have the Irish temper that uh, that some of us have. <laughs> but you said something pretty tough there at the open. You said this disqualifies him from running for president. Do you oh. think it's that? fundamental to where we are as a country and particularly as a movement that if he knowingly did this 
uh, to really mock President Trump's uh, loss. And tonight we're going to see the catastrophic consequences of that. That's why it's so ironic that this took place today. Stolen elections have con- uh, elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And Todd Benzman and Philip Patrick, Todd Benzman of CIS and Philip Patrick from Birch Gold are going to walk us through the catastrophic consequences of the American people. By the way, the polling shows it. The mainstream polling, ABC, CBS Today, is so bad that Morning Joe went into a meltdown about how the American people are saying, my life is economically destroyed by Joe Biden, right? So do you think this disqualifies, back that up for a second, why do you think it disqualifies DeSantos, who clearly looks like he's President Trump's, if he decides to run, and that's a long way from being done, it would disqualify him from running or being the nominee? Well, he's totally disqualified because actually, think of this, Steve, they, the people that did the Rasmussen poll went up for me with the RNC, almost doubling the other two combined. What do I, what do I stand for? I stand for we got to get rid of these, these computers in our elections and have fair elections, elections instead of selection. You just took the number one thing on people's minds in this country, their number one concern. You can say, oh, it's the borders, it's the fentanyl, it's the gas prices. No, that all was from a stolen election. That was a manifestation of a stolen election and follows that as a country that was stolen. What he did today, he told the American people, you know what, Dominion's okay. You know what, these machines are okay. You're out. And I'm telling you, I will never, ever let up on this, Steve. This is the thing you have to understand. I, I will never stop on this. If he, you know, I don't care if he calls me up and says, oh, I didn't mean nothing, but it don't matter. The damage is done. You sat with them. They have tried to destroy our country, and now you're done. The best thing he could do is is endorse Donald Trump tomorrow morning. He should just do it today while this is still manifesting out because uh, he should just say, you know what? You know, I don't know. Lie, Ron. Just say you didn't know and say, but I'm going to make up to the people, and I'm going to endorse Donald Trump because it'll be a big waste of time and resources for Ron DeSantis to run now. All the big money that's behind him, you just will forget about putting your dollars there now. Take those dollars and put it into a election, not crime, and put it into that. People that are out there working hard to save your country. That includes all your um, big donors that are back in DeSantis. I don't know. I don't know if the Koch brothers are or who's behind it, but it's disgusting. Let, let me let me just, okay, two things. Number one, you've done the research. You've gotten the vocast from... Miami Dade, and on the at seven o'clock tonight, when our show's off, we uh, on East Coast time, we lead into the Michael and Dell hour. Uh, are, you're saying that after your review, that Ron DeSantis did? I don't want to steal your headline, but Ron DeSantis did win by eleven points in Miami Dade. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah, he actually won by that, and there was no election, no computer manipulation. Now I want everybody to understand what I'm saying. Every other county in this, in big counties like that. This is the only one we found, even in the 2020 or the 2022, where there wasn't computer manipulation. When you when you have to boil the whole country and take votes off of everything to make it look good so you, a deviation doesn't stick out, there was no computer crime. And we're going to show that. We're going to show here's a here's a county with computer manipulation, and here's Ron's without. But but so but, somebody. But but, but, but but won't somebody. he say? Hang on, but won't he say? He says, "Hey, Mike, I love you, brother, and I love what you're doing out there." But I, Ron DeSantis, know how to sort things out in Florida. To wit, uh, you even challenged it, but you went in and saw that I've been able to, with election law changes, etc. I know how to handle this. You don't see voter manipulation in, in my state. And so, you know, you're just going to have to deal okay. with that. What would be your response? Here, 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 here's my response to him. In the 2020 election, let me tell you, the f- number one state in the country that votes were taken from Donald Trump, California, 1.6 million. And this is my computer. This isn't the other stuff. Texas, number two, 1 million. Florida, number three, 960,000 votes were stolen from Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Sorry, Ron, you don't have, your elections round there with machines are as bad as every other state. And you know what, in Florida we have, Steve, that we don't have in others. In Florida we have something we don't have in other states. We have the grassroots there went out and they they canvassed all over Florida. And like 90,000 people or names. And they found, what they found was 20 some thousand names out of that 
that were phantom voters, people on the voter rolls that don't live in Florida or are deceased. Now you extrapolate those numbers out. And when I told you 960,000 now that we have from the cyber, now you have about 970,000 number from Canvassy. Think of it as another camera angle. Then we got a fourth angle because we have all the cast vote records. They all equal 900 and some thousand. So Ron DeSantis went down there. Somebody, Steve, said, hey, we're not going to take votes from Ron. We're going to go ahead and let him win fairly Miami-Dade County. But think of this, everybody, what tells you for the rest of our country. You get rid of those machines, There's, it's red everywhere, even in big cities around the country. You know, the Hispanics, the black vote, all that. It's, it's been the big lie. We are as red as you could ever be. Nobody wants this garbage that this is manifested to. I spent time in California. All these people there, 25 to 35, that voted Democrat. They didn't vote Democrat in the yeah. 2022 election. It's disgusting. Okay. I, I'm going to get into some of that uh, with the garbage you talk about, what's happening in the country, both in the invasion of the southern border with Todd Benzman momentarily, and, of course, the great Philip Patrick from Birch Gold talk about the capital markets and the economic uh, catastrophe you face. Last question. If Ron DeSantis decides in May after the uh, legislative session in Florida to run, and if in the primary he defeats Donald Trump, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying if it does, would you, Mike Lindell, given what happened today, would you support Ron DeSantis in his run for the presidency, sir? I will tell you this. Anybody that is against getting rid of the machines I, went, I, I will be totally against them on that. Would I vote for him? I probably wouldn't vote for him. I don't know. I don't know what I would do, Steve, on that question. All I know is I will make it public, even if he would be, win that. I would say, remember what he did? Remember what he did? Because if we don't get rid of the machines, it doesn't matter. Who, nothing matters. We have to get rid of these voting machines. And if you're in cahoots with them, then you're part of the uniparty. You're part of the problem. So you know what? Okay. Would, I, would I vote Last, for him? I don't know. Yeah. Last question. And, and look, I consider myself not just a colleague, a friend of yours, so please don't take this the wrong way. But understanding your close relationship with, with President Trump and understanding your, um, your, uh, how highly you think of President Trump and how much time you spent with Trump, President Trump and how you put $40 million of your own money into into stopping elections crimes, the Election Crimes Bureau, understanding the great company you built out of the trunk of a car. And by the way, MyPillow 2.0, you got to try the new pellet. You see what Mike Lindell's done. But your entire company's in jeopardy. All your employees are in jeopardy. Uh, everything's in jeopardy because of this lawsuit. Were you just waiting for, given the fact that you're probably, and I would think people would say, President Trump's biggest backer, were you looking for something for Ron DeSantis, a false move to do, to jump and say, hey, I'm against this guy 100%. Understand you've already endorsed President Trump. You're, you're, you're the first guy to do it. Or is this so to the core of what you're doing that you just believe that this is unforgivable? Uh, it's the second thing. It's unforgivable. Uh, if you remember the first time, everybody, that I was on Jimmy Kimmel two years ago, Jimmy asked me kind of that same question, Steve. He said, he said, Mike, he said, if the shoe is on the other foot and your friend Donald Trump won, would you still be sounding the alarm about the machines? And I said, absolutely, I would. A hundred percent. We don't have a country. We don't have elections. So to answer your question, I don't care if it's Ron DeSantis or who it is, the man on the moon, uh, we got to get rid of these machines. And you better not be in cahoots with the machine companies or the lawyer that's suing people. To, so to hide the fact that they of their of being able to look inside them or talk about them. Remember when I said on Jimmy Kimmel, everybody, this week, he asked me about this claw game. And I said, remember when we were kids, Jimmy, and we thought all these carnival games were rigged and we spoke out about them. We didn't get sued for that. You know, it, give me a break. And they, But uh, absolutely, I don't care who it is. He should never have sat there. He should come out with a public statement right now and say, um, why, why did you do that, uh, Governor? Why did you do that? Why did you even sit there with this Dominion lawyer and say that they, quote, um, that she is an extraordinaire at First Amendment and defamation law? You basically said gave Dominion credibility 
and lawsuits against the people in this country. And it's no wonder that, uh, you know, I don't know down in Florida, but I'll tell you what, we're not letting up down there at all. I will not let up on this. I will keep bringing it up. So like I say, it'd be a waste of your time. I'll be campaigning directly against him now. And I, no matter who they are, because he should not he should not be in charge of anything if he's in bed with the minion. You got to go pretty far in the woods up in Minnesota to hit Mike Lindell's tripwire, but once you hit it, <laughs> it is it is hit. Okay, Mike, you follow That's us here sad. on Lindell TV. Really appreciate you being our distributor here. Really appreciate it. Look forward uh, to seeing you at seven o'clock, sir. Mike Lindell, all right, the great Mike Thanks. Lindell. Th- thank you, brother. Um, then my next two guests are going to frame. Uh, Remember, we say this, and I say it kiddingly. We're, the show is not to make this audience the most person, most interesting person at the dinner party or at the cocktail hour or around, you know, having lunch after you play golf. Uh, it is really to uh, make sure that you're empowered to save the nation because this audience is the most important audience in all media. But my next two guests really do a great job of it. Todd, uh, you're, and here's why I'm so proud of having both you guys here. You have warned. <laughs> The audience that that the not just State of the Union, but this day was coming where they were going to take and twist, twist exactly the biggest problems in the country, and they're going to twist it to look like there's solutions. Walk us through with your analysis tonight. They're going to take a victory lap, and and they're really selling something that's really the, just a more sophisticated, cunning invasion of our country, sir. Well, first of all, I am a post golf entertaining lunch. Uh, uh, partner at lunch, but uh, having said that, um, what I'm hearing is that uh, we are probably going to see the president in his State of the Union address tonight uh, talk about a 100,000 decline in the number of illegal immigrant apprehensions at the border, uh, and and boast that this is as a result of his new enforcement strategy. And I've been warning people for on this show uh, for a couple of months now that this was going to happen. And it looks like tonight he may take a, a victory lap. But what, need, what you need to know is that those 100,000 plus uh, are coming through anyway. They're still coming through. Uh, they're just being rechanneled uh, in a different way through the ports of entry under a highly questionable power uh, in the INA that's being used in, a, in an illegal way uh, called humanitarian parole. And they are pre-legalizing uh, hundreds of thousands on the Mexican side as we speak and walking them in and taking them off the rolls of illegal. That's what he'll be talking about. But he's not going to say it that way. He's going to say, wow, look what I've Look what I've done. Look at my policies. We've really brought the border under control, and it's going to get even better. Uh, but just as many people uh, will be coming through into American cities, causing those cities to declare emergencies and to demand federal bailouts, uh, portable school classrooms having to per- be purchased, and everything else. Uh, New York just asked for a, a multi-billion dollar bailout. Uh, you know, Chicago, Denver, that is not going to stop. Um, the the issue here is the 100,000. Let me just talk about that for a quick second. Uh, they're going to release, I've, I've heard that they'll release it today. It may be released now. Maybe they won't. They'll change their minds. It's supposed to be released today just ahead of the speech, uh, the January numbers. And they're going to show about 130,000 apprehensions compared to 221,000 last month in the month of December. So they're going to say 40% drop. Look what we've done. We've got great policies and it's going to get better. Uh, But what they're not telling you is that they have in that same month, they've let in 30,000 at least uh, through the ports of entry pre-legalized in Mexico through the ports of entry. So you can tag that on and then uh, what the, that's only for four nationalities. They are letting in under CBP one under this pre-legalization program all nationalities. Uh, they won't tell you that. Even the media won't tell you that. But that's happening. So that thirty thousand is actually going to be more than double, in my opinion. We don't have our hands on these numbers, 
So figure 60,000, and we're right back where we were uh, for uh, the, the total numbers that are coming through, not counting the runners. The runners are up because uh, we're, we're hearing uh, you know, 70,000, 80,000 uh, runners in the month of January. Uh, that is uh, because people in Mexico uh, that have criminal histories or don't want to wait in line are doing an in-run and running through. Uh, so we're seeing a, a, an, an increase in the number of runners as well. You're not going to see those numbers counted in any State of the Union address either. And I'll just pause it there. Hey, hang on. I want to hold you through the break. we got Philip Patrick also on deck here. This is almost like a Kafkaesque nightmare now because the language changes. And remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, on, these, on the pre- uh, working through the the humanitarian parole, which you're the first to bring up, and what they're doing in Mexico, they then put them on a plane so they don't come to a point of entry, but they go in more into the interior country, and they get all the benefits. This is where they get the SNAP cards, they get the cash. They they're all fully they're fully loaded just to drop right into the in, into some part of the interior of the country. Correct, uh, Todd. That's correct. Uh, another category, an unnumbered category. We we don't know how many are flying in from home countries. Uh, I just wrote a piece, and in that piece, uh, I, I find a Mex site Mexican media uh, where the Cubans are flying out of southern Mexico straight into the United States. Uh, hundreds of thousands of them. H hang on one second, Todd. We're going to take a short break. I've got Todd Benson from CIS uh, and the author of this magnificent new book, I've got uh, I've got uh, Philip Patrick from Birch Gold about the economy and capital markets. Nice speech. Short break. Back in a moment. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, -N to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because of EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. 
ekpure.com, code Steve. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I've got two of the smartest uh, guys that we have deal with these complicated problems. The invasion of the southern border is Todd Benzman of CIS. All the CIS team over there is actually spectacular, author of an incredible new book. If we can get the cover up. Also, I got uh, Philip Patrick uh, coming on in a minute from Birch Gold. There's a lot to go through. They're going to talk tonight about how, by the way, there's Overrun right there. What a magnificent cover. That, and we're not going to see that anymore because Todd Benjamin said after they saw those photos, they, they have to, they got to get those optics off the table. They understand the American people. And the polling out today is terrible on immigration. They know he's not doing anything. Actually exacerbating this uh, invasion of our beloved country with all their games and gimmicks uh, that Todd actually told us about a couple of months ago. Tonight you're going to hear the ovation. The other thing you're going to hear, you know, because Trump is the worst in the world. Trump, Trump is, you know, c- couldn't get anybody to work with him, was terrible. Mexico hated him, all that. Although we had a pretty solid relationship. Uh, you got a piece out that kind of is going to be very tough for Biden to dance around. You're essentially saying because of these policies, that Mexico is right now in chaos. Is, is that correct, Todd Benzman? Yeah, that's correct. One thing that you're not going to hear, if he brings it up tonight, about and does his victory uh, dance uh, is what's happening, what that same policy is doing to Mexico right now, which is a crucial partner. You can't do what he's doing unless you have Mexico willing to tolerate the thousands and thousands of people that are going to be waiting there in line. And that's exactly what's happened. You have 18,000 Haitians jammed up right now down in the southern city of Tapachula. You have another uh, 5,000 Cubans. You've got 17,000 at Reynosa. You've got another 14,000 in Matamoros. You've got uh, people are running amok in the streets of Mexican cities. They're relieving themselves everywhere. They're sleeping out in the open. And the Mexican people are rebelling from south to north over all of these throngs of people. They're waiting in line for the CBP-1 thing. They are moving slowly but not so fast that the numbers that are incoming into Mexico are over are, are higher than the number that are being brought in. So the, it's piling up and piling up. The numbers are piling up in Mexico. And pretty soon the Mexicans are going to say, hey, wait, wait a minute here. Uh, you know, it's a lot better for us if we just move them over, let them go illegally. And the migrants don't want to wait for three, four, five, six months for this uh, work authorization, pre-legalization thing to happen either. Uh, So it'd be very interesting to watch, but the chaos is incredible. And one other thing that I found in my reporting uh, in Mexican media is that one of the big selling points about this whole thing is we're making everybody get vaccinated and show their polio vaccine cards and all the rest about all these third world diseases. And the Mexican media is reporting that they're sliding on all of that for, for example, the Cubans. They don't have to show their vaccine cards or their polio, that they got polio vaccinations and, and that they got vaccinated for all these other kinds of diseases. They get them, they're letting them fly right in, according to Mexican media, for the Cubans. And the, you have to wonder whether they're doing that for everybody else. Another big selling point that you won't hear about from the administration tonight is we're doing, or if you do, uh, we're doing rigorous security vetting on all of these. Everybody who comes in gets fully background, and it's, but 360,000 of them are from Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. You can't do a background check with those countries. They hate us, and we hate them back. Yep. Uh, and Haiti yeah. is such a basket case. There's no, no. security it's, vetting it's, on any of this either. The whole thing is is just a shoddy, uh, kind of a, a, a Houdini sort of illusion, a scam. They don't care. They don't. They don't care about our country. They don't care about the little guy in our country. They're just dumping all of this into the nation. It's, it's a total disaster. Plus, Navarro Day showed that even in their numbers to get down inflation, they we said they've been bragging about they're going to do it through. Um, illegal alien labor and they've got one million now illegal aliens are now into the workforce and that's one of the things driving wages down we'll get to that with philip patrick 
Todd, the book's amazing. Your reporting is amazing. Where do people, and you've warned us about it. Tonight, you're going to see him taking a victory lap on something that's a bald face lie. Where do they go, Todd? What are your coordinates? Well, Overrun is almost out. It's available. You order it now. You'll have it in two weeks uh, in your mail. It's going to be in bookstores, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, all the normal places. Uh, this book is about uh, how this whole thing started, uh, who did it, why, when, what it looked like, and how to get out of it. It's incredible, incredible cover. I, I read it in one sitting. It was that powerful. And I know you very well, and I know your reporting. I learned so much that I didn't know before. So it's one of those books you got to get. Todd Benzman, honored to have you on here. Thank you for doing the pregame on the State of the Union. Thank you. So the two big issues we want to cover tonight was the invasion of the southern border and also the capital markets. I want to bring in Philip Patrick. Philip, I know something's going on in gold, and I want everybody to go to Birch Gold, make sure they get access to you and all of your advisors, and also go to Birch Gold slash Bannon to make sure you get the, it's all free, the first two parts of the series we did on the, uh, on the end of the dollar empire. We're going to be uh, coming out hopefully before CPAC which I hope to see you there as one of our broadcasters helping us with the show in March, and March 1st through 4th. Um, all I know is that when I hear that China, India, and Japan are buying record, the governments are buying record amounts of gold, <laughs> it's, it's that I know that that's when the fiat currency, that's when you really got to, that's when you really got to pay attention. Tonight, I just want you to go through it. I ask you to kind of go through the lies you're going to hear tonight and, and Philip Patrick's love and response. American Recovery Act, a couple of trillion dollars. Infrastructure Act, another trillion dollars. Uh, the Inflation Recovery Act, which is many build back better, another trillion or so dollars. Uh, and uh, actually, that might have been under trade. I think they capped that at four or five hundred billion, maybe. Uh, and um, on the bus, one point seven trillion. Uh, this guy has spent like a drunken sailor. And this is over and above the annual six trillion dollar. Uh, budget, although Omnibus is part of that, but this is another incremental, I don't know, five, six, seven trillion dollars of spending. Give us your assessment of what we're going to hear tonight and what the reality check is, Philip Patrick Birchgold. I mean, I have to say we're excited in the in the Patrick household. We have the popcorn out. We cannot resist a good dark comedy, and I don't think tonight will disappoint. Uh, for those that want to skip the State of the Union, I think I can already give the short version, at least on the economic side. My prediction, lots of hand-waving, lots of broad generalizations, of course, balanced, as always, with appeals for patience. But my feeling is he's going to tout that his fiscally responsible economic growth strategy is working. He's going to suggest that he's cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion, that he's created more jobs in two years than any president in U.S. history. And of course, importantly, he just needs a little bit more time to make things even better and that his work is far from done. So I thought in anticipation, we should unpack this and see if there's any truth to it. So Let's start with overall economic growth. No doubt he's going to lead with the fact that GDP was at 6.5%, the fastest growth in years, and how amazing that was. But we need to understand. We need to unpack this, right? GDP is the total output of goods and services. And it did grow, right, from 19.2 to 20.45 uh, trillion. That was a 6.5% increase. But what we have to understand and what they don't tell us is that this number was not adjusted for inflation. Headline inflation last year, exactly 6.5%. Now, I know the president is a politician. He's not a mathematician. So let me unpack this. We produced exactly the same amount. It just cost more. Net gain there, zero. He's going to talk about the deficit being reduced. To quote, under President Biden, the deficit has fallen by $1.7 trillion. Let me explain something to those that don't know. Deficit means overspending. But with the debt problem we have, there should be no deficit at all. In fact, if he wanted to tackle the debt, as, as he suggested, we should have a surplus, not a deficit. So let's look at debt under Biden. It's gone from $28.1 trillion to $31.5 trillion, right? That's an 11% increase. And what has that debt done for our GDP? Zero. Now, they're going to suggest this is investing in America and its people. And you could call it that, I suppose, or you could call it reckless and irresponsible spending. 
By the way, the annualized interest we owe on that debt, $853 billion a year. Now, what about these great employment numbers, right? Unemployment numbers haven't been this low in 54 years. Huge growth in jobs. But which jobs, right? We know the tech sector, they laid off 80,000 high-paying tech jobs. According to ADP, the two hottest fields of growth in 2022, healthcare, leisure, and hospitality. Looks like we're losing higher payer jobs and getting in return less desirable jobs. On top of that, 80% of CEOs predict a near-term recession and are tightening their belts. These rosy job numbers may not look so good for that much longer. Now, let's look at the theory. Are Americans better off this year than they were last? Let's look at worker pay. For 2022, median household income rose 4.2% versus inflation at 6.5%. What does that mean for individuals? That's a 2.3% loss in real terms, and that's based on official inflation numbers, which we know are significantly undercooked. So people are earning a little bit more, but they're able to buy less with it. Here's the reality of the situation. I don't care about the dollar amount of my check. What's important is what can I buy with it? And the fact is people cannot buy as much this year as they could the year before. That is reality. We've all lost ground. It is that simple. So yes, the Biden administration is going to say what a good job they're doing. They're going to throw numbers at us. But here's the reality. We're in a worse position now than we were a year ago. Our inflation-adjusted wages are down. Our debt is up. Our economy is faltering and our currency is losing buying power. Now, Biden may be able to convince voters that his plan's working. And facts don't matter as much as feelings. But if he does that, we're in for more of the same, right? And I've said before, that means trouble. Can we sustain another two years of this? I think not. So this fight that we have on our hands, this debt ceiling fight, this curbing spending, it has never been more important than it is today. Don't watch that address and be fooled. I know our, your viewers will not, your listeners will not, but people cannot because if they fall for that trick, the results are dangerous and there is no coming back. I want to use three markers on this that I always look to. The common sense of the American people, number one, the bond market, <laughs> number two, yeah. and what these major geopolitical rivals of us are doing when it comes to making moves. Um, because I think what you're describing, correct me if I'm wrong, is that right now we could be set up under this catastrophic economic program for what Japan called the lost decade, which is now gone for 30 years. But massive debt, adding to the debt with the interest payments you're talking about to the face amount of the debt, never really taking care of it, never really paying of it down, just on the hamster wheel, the, the interest rates keep increasing. So now the debt, as you said it last, just a minute ago, that's going to be as big as the defense budget. If we don't cut the defense budget, right? right. Could get to a trillion dollars of interest payments alone. Doesn't even include the money We've lost over in the Fed's balance sheet. Nobody wants to talk about because of the inverted yield curve. But you're looking at a lost decade here, minimum of, of low growth, stagnant wages, the debt increasing, which you never return. Once it gets once the total debt, face amount of debt gets more than the GDP, you never return from that. It's never happened, right? Everybody says, oh, well, this time it's different. It's never different. And I look at three things. I look at the common sense of the American people. The polling came out today, Philip. They're not buying it because their lives are getting destroyed. And they're having, as you said, the jobs are working part-time jobs. They're barely scraping by. The credit card's starting to explode. By the way, the total debt, you know, Richard Stern said this in the first hour. It's, it's what, $240,000 per household. It's like having a second mortgage that's exploding on you. The second thing, uh, the second thing I, I look at, is is the is the bond market? They've rejected. So the American people have rejected the business model. the The bond market is rejecting the business model. And then you've got three of the biggest countries in the world: so Japan, India, and China. And they're saying, "Hey, look, we see the United States. We see what's doing to currency. Uh, get Birch Gold on the phone. <laughs> I want to buy <laughs> massive amounts of gold." Those three indicators are pretty good in very different elements that cover the globe. That say this model is not working. Will he at all address that? And if he doesn't, what does the Republican Party, and I understand you're not in politics, but what does the conservatives or people that consider that we've got to be serious about our currency, what do they need to do, Philip Patrick? 
listen, he's not going to address it. He's not going to be dealing in reality. Like I said, he's going to dress up numbers, try and turn them as positive, and, and like I said, appeal for more time. But you're right. The American people are not buying it. This time last year, the number one concern for the American people was inflation. Today, according to Gallup polls, number one concern is government. So you're right. The people are not buying it. Bond market also not buying it, right? We've seen an inversion of the yield curve, short-term treasuries paying more than long. That is one of the most accurate indicators of recession on the horizon. And more importantly than any of that, you watch the smart money. And like you said, central banks right now flooding into gold, right? Last year, we saw more, more gold bought by central governments in, at any other time in over 60 years. So de-dollarization is happening. It is inevitable. Inflation, debt make it much, much worse. They strengthen the case. So right now, we're seeing that trend. The Republicans, as we've said, they need to, this debt ceiling showdown is very, very important. We have to curb the administration's ability to spend. That's the only chance we have to slow down what is the inevitable. I think the lost decade is the best case scenario for us here in the United States. Things could get much, much worse. So, uh, it's important. This fight is really, really important on the economic front. It's everything. Philip, how do people get to you at Birch Gold and how they actually talk to one of the advisors over there? They need to do that uh, like today. Agreed. It's really simple. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Again, dirt. Birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. That's going to give them information, uh, free information, like you said, and a guide on how to invest in metals. You will also by doing that, have access to a lot of people like myself. We're there to sort of guide people through, hold their hands, make sure they have all the information they need to make the right decisions. Birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. Philip Patrick, thank you. And we look forward to seeing Biden tonight. We'll get back to you tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Very disturbing story out of Maryland, but uh, once again, one of the true heroes of the Trump administration has helped step in to save the day. Joanna Miller uh, joins us. Joanna, well, t- give us the background. I know it's a, it's a situation, I think a fundraiser for the J6 prisoners, but I thought this was going to be held at, at a hotel. It looks like you're in the, uh, someone's house. What's going on? Yeah, Steve. So we have about 100 patriots gathered in Kate Sullivan's home. She's a patriot that stepped up to save the day. Essentially, Patriot Freedom Project, Trump-endorsed 501c3, paying legal bills, providing mental health and spiritual support for January 6th prisoners and their families. We had an event planned for months uh, in Towson, Maryland, first at a restaurant. Within 24 hours, that was canceled because people are apparently too afraid of political imprisonment in this country. Uh, We pivoted to a hotel. The hotel decides to cancel, and then within hours, Kate Sullivan and her husband stepped up at the last minute to save the day. And Steve, it is packed. People don't think of Maryland as a patriot, as particularly conservative or or MAGA kind of country, uh, part of the country. However, Steve, there is there are cars parked all along the road. It took me so long to walk here. Everybody's packed into a house here in Maryland, and. This just shows you that people do support President Trump. They are ticked off that the FBI has been weaponized against the American people, and they want to see change. And they're very excited and supportive of President Trump and his campaign. Will you please tell everybody there at Kate Sullivan's house, she's a a hero for doing this. And the War Room 1000% has the back of not just J6, but these great patriots in Maryland. I will, Steve. Thank you so much. (laughs) There's some wild ones there. How can people how can people get to the Patriot Freedom Project and and assist? Because we know a lot of people watching this right now are going to be furious by the fact the restaurant canceled and then the hotel canceled. And then Kate Sullivan had to step up to, to help everybody out. Where do where do people go? Go, go, go to www.patriotfreedomproject.com. Shout out to the Republican Women of Baltimore County and Patriot Club USA. They both have excellent websites. Um, and then Patriot Freedom Project, right on the website, uh, you can click donate. They have a give, send, go. And Venmo is real PFP. So everyone, I encourage you to visit their website, support, donate, and show up. And America is ready to have President Trump back and get these political prisoners some help. Yeah. Amen. Uh, we're going to put that now in all the chat rooms. We're going to make sure we push it out. By the way, my mother 
was born and raised from Baltimore. She's a Baltimore girl. So we know you got some tough gals out there. Kate Sullivan and the rest of them. <laughs> Joanna, thank you very much. We know you got a big day coming up. We'll talk about that later. During CPAC, Joanna Miller is going to be the star. Joanna, thank you so much. Thank Kate. All the all the Patriots, all the Patriots there in Baltimore. We'll get everything up for the J6 personers. Honored to have you on here. Thank you. Love you guys. That's fantastic. You see, that's Joanne Miller. She's a killer. This is why this is why Navarro is able to get anything done. Joanne Miller was his deputy. She she was the worker. Um, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna try to get President Trump's uh live stream tonight on truth and put it up on Getter and make sure we get to the commentary. But regardless, make sure you go to Getter around nine o'clock. Get Grace John, Captain Bannon, Jane Zirkel will be running the deal. Uh, the honey badger will be up there. I'll be giving some commentary. So we'll get to we'll get to the entire uh, State of the Union of Biden will be able to pick out all the lies and misrepresentations and maybe even see, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be there with a, I don't know, is it a Chinese airship? We'll have to see. She said she's going to be there with the white balloon. See you tonight at 9 o'clock on Getter. Make sure you go there and then we'll be back 10 a.m. tomorrow morning to go through it all. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.